0: Welcome back to Save by Nostalgia once again. And Noah, I'll tell you this much. If you're down, I'll pick you up. I'll never let you fall. If you ever need someone, I'm waiting for your call. Yes, we're talking about friends forever. We are here. It is the rockumentary episode of Save by the Bell. Possibly the biggest and you know really most famous one-off episodes of the entire series. We have arrived. It is season three, which is just full. Of Unforgettable episodes and here we are with Rockumentary. Noah, everybody that's a say by the Bell fan harkens back to this episode at one point or another. We all know the songs, Friends Forever, Did We Ever Have a Chance. We're going to talk about all that and much more here as we break down Rockumentary. I can't wait. Here we are.
1: Here we are. Unfortunately, Jessie is not here with us. She was running through the halls and tripped and cracked her knee open. Uh, so she is not in this episode. We miss her. We hope she comes back soon. And something else I learned in this, Lisa was the best singer of the group, but uh, it would be odd to just use her real voice and everyone else has these fake voices that they piped in. So Lisa had a fake one too, but, uh, on the commentary on the DVDs, they mentioned that Lisa actually had a really good voice. They could have used hers, but, uh, nobody else could carry a tune. So, uh, that got left behind, but Casey Kasem. He was in the first episode, and now he is back in here. And it is great to see him just so wholesome, so classy, and just the perfect fit for this episode to kind of take us along this journey.
0: I love Casey Kasem, the golden voice from the Golden State. And he says, not since the Beatles and the Rolling Stones has a group captured the hearts and minds of young America. And it's the Zach Attack. Yes, we're dropped into this magical world where Zach Kelly, Lisa, Screech, and Slater have made it big as a musical group. We open at the LA Forum where they're about to perform the reunion concert. Um, Actually, we get to see Peter Engel's daughter, a good friend of ours. You've heard him a million times on this podcast, piping in from time to time um, in exclusive interviews. Uh, She comes in asking Zach for for an autograph. And Zach says, no problem. He used to sneak into Paul Abdul's uh, locker room at least twice a week. So here we are. We just sort of dropped off into this magical world. And you're kind of left thinking, like, what's going on here? Did I miss something? Have I missed an episode <laughs> where the gang and the Zach attack have catapulted to the top of the music world? Because the last time we saw Zach attack, they just started off in the um, Zach and Kelly breakup episode, The Last Dance. So now they're back. And apparently they've gone Galactic
1: they have zach grabs his jacket he's ready to head out on stage actually plays to the camera he's acknowledging it because casey Kasem's there talking to the camera doing a little spot and so zach definitely acknowledges it kind of throws his face in the camera and they're walking through the hallway this was backstage at nbc and uh, a lot of those were their real dressing rooms that they'd come out of and then they go to this little hallway before they go uh, on stage for the regular taping of saved by the bell and here we have Lisa, the bass player, Kelly, the lead singer, which uh, apparently this is the same girl who butchered the song Blue Moon uh, in the Miss Bayside episode. So uh, but somehow she's found her voice. She was great with Hot Sunday and now she's great again with the Zack attack. She's a lead singer. Slater on the drums and Pope John Paul. Like Screech is in a disguise so the fans won't recognize him. That's why the gang tells Screech to take it off. And he says, what if I don't? Slater says, well, you'll go to heaven because I will kill you and make it hurt. Finally, someone threatening to kill Screech. I know Lisa threatens to send him to the moon a few times and punch him. But finally, someone just saying, Screech, I've had enough. I can't take it. I'm going to kill you. But then they all come together as friends. One, two, three friends forever. They go out on stage. But you wait. Casey Kasem says the Friends Forever tour begins. But let's go back to that California garage where it all began.
0: Yes, we cut back to a scene that is now in uh, Zach's garage, apparently. This was actually Slater's garage in a previous episode back in Season 2, but nonetheless, we're in Zach's garage, apparently, and uh, they are playing the song uh, Friends Forever. And we are first introduced to the song Friends Forever. They are rehearsing this song, and it just so happens that Fate was running by their door. Yes, record producer Brian Fate heard the band as he was jogging by, and it just so happens, Noah, he's looking for a new group because the Beach Buddies aren't buddies anymore. And thus Noah began their dizzying trip to the top.
1: That's right. Uh, They're there singing Friends Forever, and then they're kind of in studio. You see them all in studio together, and Brian Fates brought them to a studio to start performing their song and practicing that. And in comes Mindy Wallitzer, a publicist who's watching them sing in the studio and is going to handle all of that. In their new hit song, Did We Ever Have a Chance, goes galactic. It has sold five million copies, and they are now having their first little press conference that uh, Mindy has set up. Zach is still waiting for the right girl to come along, and Slater says in the meantime, he's having a blast with all the wrong ones. But Zach has gotten his inspiration from girls, and he has a new idea for a song called Mindy Mindy.
0: Yeah, I didn't really like that. I'm like, just just spell it out, you know, like be a little subtle, Zach. Just I'm waiting for the right girl to come along and I have a new inspiration. It's called Mindy Mindy. Meanwhile, um, there is a rumor that um, Screech and Lisa are an item to which Lisa says that is a dirty, vicious lie, which is, of course, the best kind of lie. Says Screech and I don't know if you caught it, but there is a, um, they cut to a shot of like a magazine article and it's from bill box magazine. And it said, "Zack attack attacks the world. I thought that was an awesome headline. And it sort of made you think like, what is going on here? Like, what am I watching? Like, this is not the halls of Bayside. Like, are they really a band? Is this really going on? Like, does, I mean, at this point really sort of brought me in and I'm really wondering what I'm watching here. I mean, is that kind of the feelings you got? Like, what, what were you thinking if you can remember back that far, 25 years ago, to wondering what was actually happening in this episode. Like, all of a sudden, they're a band?
1: Yeah, like, I thought the show was going in this new direction. Like... Uh, just I know this show doesn't have a lot of continuity, but all of a sudden, they're this huge hit band. Brian Fate walked by, and now they're just superstars, and now this is where the show's going. Every episode from here on out is just going to be them, megastars going on tour. Are we going to see different parts of the world? They're touring touring in Japan. Like What is going to go on from here? Uh, but uh, we learn later uh, that maybe that's not the case.
0: Well, the Zack Attack, in the meanwhile, wins an award. I guess this is at the Grammys for Did We Ever Have a Chance?, Um, and the award was presented by none other than Madonna and Michael Jackson. Um, (laughs) this is one of those moments where you're just like, wow, they had this, uh, makeshift Madonna and like a Michael Jackson that sort of looked like Ashton Kutcher with Michael (laughs) Jackson hair and outfit. Like, and this sort of begins the rift between the group when Zach gives a speech and says, thanks for listening to my music. I mean, our music. So clearly Zach's head's not in the right place here, but what a cool little moment here as the Zach Attack wins a Grammy with Michael Jackson and Madonna presenting it.
1: I know, I couldn't believe that. Just they're up there presenting. I'm guessing it's maybe, I don't know if it's best single or best album. Is that what their album's called? But yeah, they win that award. And then there's the after party where Mindy and Zach kiss and they're getting very cozy. So we see them getting closer and closer. And there's a group of like four girls there. They all run past Screech and grab onto Slater. They ask him how it feels to win the award, and he says about half as good as it would feel to win you, and you, and you. And I was, for a second there, I was thinking, great, this is payback for Johnny Dakota's party, but wait. Then Screech says that Slater has gross blue fungus around his feet, and then they all leave Slater and flock back to Screech, and he's bamboozled again. Well, this is also
0: the same apartment that was Johnny Dakota's apartment, and we just covered that episode Uh, On our last show, um, the No Hope with Dope episode, it takes place in the same apartment as this. And yes, Slater's still striking out, but meanwhile, this really shy kind of meat guy is trying to talk to Kelly and is uh, trying to ask her out. She's saying yes, but he's so flustered that he winds up saying, no, it's fine. I'll go ask out someone that's uh, less famous. And she's wondering what happened. I always like that little moment where Kelly's saying yes to this guy, but he's so shy and can't handle the thought of dating someone famous that he just excuses himself from the date and goes on <laughs> with his life. Like, oh, never mind. Someone else can have it. I-
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that part. I mean, she's saying yes to everything. This sounds great. Yes, I'm all in. And he's just like, oh, she's just taking pity. There's no way she could actually like me. This isn't going to work. Like, she's too famous, too beautiful. It's, I don't deserve her. I'll just go out and go ask someone who's less beautiful. And, and then j- Kelly's just left there. What happened here? Like what in the world? I was saying, yes, he's gone. Well, Lisa has designed new costumes for the group,
0: but not going to work because Mindy says she's gotten Bob Mackie design the group's outfits. And Mindy says, Zach doesn't need the group. They are just background singers. And that's going to set uh, a real rift between them and going to cause their eventual breakup. And, Really, things get come to a head when Zach is late to a recording session, and Brian Fate is absolutely furious in this scene that Zach is running late to this. Um, He hands them all a song and says uh, Mindy and he wrote it, but they're going to hear Kelly, Slater, and Screech's song first. Noah, I'm just going to let you take this from here. Um, We're going to go to the audio of it, and we're just going to, I just want to hear your thoughts on on Kelly, Screech, and Slater's song.
1: Here we go. One, two, three. School is a bore When we're stuck indoors Make it fun Put it out in the sun Hit the beach, teach
0: Let us learn while we burn Well, what do you think? Uh, it's it's nice Do you really like it,
1: Lisa? Well, uh, it rhymes Well, what'd you think? Wasn't it great? Yeah, that is a huge hit. I mean, they can just dro- drop Zach off on the side of the road and just take that song, and it'll be like the number one hit single. No, that was uh, that was an atrocity. Um, I liked Screech's song better uh, back when he was uh, trying to rewrite the school song and "Home, Home at Our School." Like that was so much better than whatever that is that they came up with and. I don't understand how they're mad at Zach. Like, even Lisa hated it. She was like, oh, well, uh, it it rhymed. Like, And then they're starting to argue about it. And finally, Brian Fate, like you said, he's so angry in this. is, people, people, this studio costs mucho dinero. Money. We're doing Zach's song. And then they do Zach's amazing song with just the worst disgusted looks on their face. They can't believe that they're having to play this song. And it is one of my favorite songs of all time not just in this show just ever of any if any real artist out there i love let's stay together
0: I am sold a flash of light comes flying from your eyes I've got a feeling that I'm hypnotized I love that song and I can't it's just very it doesn't fit like it should have been the other way around like everybody should have been like couldn't believe the other song instead they can't believe the song that could actually be a giant hit so obviously nobody's on the same page here this is not working out and the National Enquirer is actually running articles about the Zach attack attacking each other um, Zach says Mindy is the greatest thing to ever happen to them. And Zach wants to know who gave this interview in the National Inquisitor uh, that slams him and finds out it was Screech. He's a weak man. They gave him tickets to Disneyland and he told them what he knew.
1: Yeah, I mean, what is what else is a person to do when they receive free passes to Disneyland? You just got to give up all the goods. And Zach's wondering, do you all think I'm an ego-driven, self-centered prima donna? And Screech is like, oh, they misquoted me. They left out Glory Hog. And so Zach quits and says, let's see how good you do without me. And I could not believe that. Like, Screech, really? Like, I know that you're a bumbling buffoon moron, but you're just going to sell out Zach and really the whole band and, and give all this gossip for free tickets to Disneyland? Like, I know you're Screech, but even that's a little too much.
0: Well, after the breakup, each member goes their separate way. To me, this is where the episode gets off kilter a little bit. Screech searched far and wide for the meaning of life and sought the wisdom of the high geek. The high geek says, happiness is marrying a cheerleader and living at the beach. Okay, I don't really understand what's going on there. Slater had turned into a race car driver, um, and Mindy has made Zach a star. He's dressed in parachute pants and spiky hair like a cross between MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice. And Zach gets a call and learns Slater has been hurt. Mindy says, no, he can't go, and if he leaves, he'll throw everything away, and he just walks out on Mindy, takes off his ridiculous-looking earring, and uh, Kelly actually rushed um, to the hospital from her new role as a nun to be at the hospital, so we've got the gang all kind of coming back together here. They're reuniting to be with Slater, and Lisa comes in as a U.S. gladiator, Lethal Lisa.
1: Yeah, Slater missed the stop sign. He was only going 275 miles per hour, so... He's not just a race car driver. Like he's not on a track somewhere. He missed a stop sign. He's going two hundred seventy-five miles an hour just in the street. Like he's going to jail. He should be handcuffed to that hospital bed. Uh, But this is Saved by the Bell, so they don't mention anything like that. And yeah, Lisa is on U.S. Gladiators. She beat up everyone, including the audience. She's nobody messes with Lisa Lethal Lisa. Screech comes in with the meaning of life, and her name is Linda. She's a cheerleader. And Lisa says, if you don't get rid of Linda, I'm going to throw her out the window. And that line has always stuck with me. I don't know why that line has, but maybe it's just the rhyming factor.
0: I love that. It's hilarious. And this is also, of course, the same hospital that Zach found himself in after knee surgery. So I do feel like this part was kind of rushed. You've got uh, the gang coming back. They've admitted mistakes. Um, And that is going to take us to uh, the reunion concert where the episode began, Friends Forever. It's a nice idea, isn't it? and Friends Forever as they show them playing the song to a sold-out arena. It's the L.A. Forum. And then we cut back to that garage of Zach's, and he's asleep. It was all a dream, and the rest of the gang are coming in for rehearsal. They have their first gig coming up at the Berkowitz Bar Mitzvah. How did you feel about the ending of this? We cut back, and it was all just a dream. Kind of an easy cop-out in television sitcoms, but in this case, it kind of makes sense.
1: Yeah, it does. Uh, I liked seeing all of that. I liked everything that went on in this kind of one-off, but I'm going back to my childhood and watching this, I'm glad it was a one-off and that they, did, they didn't they did become huge megastars and were going on tour now and famous in school and having to give autographs in school or leaving Bayside or whatever would happen. I was just watching that uh, back and thinking about those thoughts that I had as a kid and uh, how horrified I was of what might become what Say by the Bell was. And so I'm glad to see that he woke up. Like you said, it is a cop out, but I'm glad it was in this case.
0: I think it worked well in this. That it was just uh, this dream that Zach had, and it enabled, you know, the the producers and uh, the cast to do something that we haven't really seen before. Something that was on a huge scale. We've seen stuff like All in the Mall, where they they were leaving the halls of Bayside. We saw the Johnny Dakota episode where they're you know hobnobbing with you know Hollywood celebrities and facing tougher decisions. And this one, they're even you know a super group. Um, in this fictional world for one episode and i thought it worked really well i mean this episode is extremely memorable for many reasons i mean you've got the music a lot of people remember those songs did we ever have a chance friends forever Um, let's stay together or um, the beach song that screech and them had i mean what's your favorite zach attack song when all is said and done
1: Yeah, I mean, hopefully he woke up from that dream and remembered these songs and started just furiously writing all of them down so uh, they could have some hit songs when he woke up. And just, hey, guys, I had this dream and I've got a bunch of great songs. This is amazing. So hopefully he did that. But mine has to be Let's Stay Together's. A flash of light comes flying from your eyes. I got the feeling that I'm hypnotized. Oh, whoa.
0: I love it. Oh, my gosh. You can't go wrong with that. Hopefully... They uh, wound up recording that for their reunion album, for sure. But um, (laughs) as far as, you know, as far as this living on and, um, and, you know, in your own life and in your, you know, some of your favorite episodes, where does this one rank? Because to me, as as I look back on it and I try to look at each episode kind of in a bubble as if I'm watching it for the first time, even though it's like the 50th time, Rockumentary stands the test of time for me, and I'm a huge fan of it.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the one-off episode and, and as far as like leaving the Bayside world, whether it's like an all-in-the-mall or uh, something like The Attic, but uh, this one is just completely outside the world of say by the Bell. There's no school, there's no Mr. Belding, uh, they don't make reference to it, so um, I'm this has got to be my favorite just completely one-off completely different location not really mentioning school or anything Uh, we just got through the palm springs episodes uh, where jesse went to her father's wedding so as far as a one-off episode not mentioning anything about being at school never showing it uh, this has got to be my favorite in one of those
0: well i hope you've enjoyed what we've been doing here on Save my nostalgia breaking down every Save by the bell episode and that's not all we have Movies that we have done and that we've reviewed that we've had interviews for and we have a lot more of that coming up. We just finished The Wizard with uh, Fred Savage. We had um, Luke Edwards who played Jimmy in the film and we had director Todd Holland. We have so much more coming up. Karate Kid, Field of Dreams, Little Big League. It's all coming up. Save my nostalgia. Your money stays and plays with us all summer long as we are continuing to bring out the content, the interviews, and taking you back to your wonder years. Hopefully, you will subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Google Play, any way you choose to take in podcasts. We always appreciate it. Thank you so much, and we can't wait to join you for our next episode. Cut day.